Hey everybody, it's Kendall from Recording Lounge, and today we are talking a little bit about recording guitar and vocals at the same time. So, this is a great question and request from the Recording Lounge Facebook page, and I really appreciate it because I think it's a great one that uh, naturally I don't know if I would have thought of. I mean, I might have eventually, but um, thank you for suggesting that. I really appreciate the comments and kind words from everyone on the show just wanted to say that again so what keeps me going and doing this show i know that i i wish i had more time to do more shows uh, i wish i had uh you know uh, more time to do multiple shows a month but uh, a lot of times i just barely get in with one show a month maybe two if i'm lucky so uh but alas i got two this month so that's good but um, so today we're talking about recording guitar and vocals at the same time, specifically acoustic guitar and vocals. It's a great question because of the big lesson. And I'm just going to go ahead and skip to the big lesson of today. And that is that in all cases, the performance trumps the recording. Meaning, if you had to be given the choice, someone said you can either have a good performance or a good recording, always always pick the performance. Listening back to some of my favorite songs of all time, uh, there are a handful that really are just okay recordings. It's actually pretty amazing how some of them, I guess in my mind, I thought that they were these amazing recordings, but when you really listen to them, they're just okay. Um, but the songs are so good, so compelling, it's undeniable that it's a great recording overall. Whereas you listen to, you know, something that I might consider a great recording, sometimes the songs are pretty good, but sometimes they're just okay, even if the recording is amazing. And I think it's just a sure sign of, um, of a production that, although sounds great, sounds amazing, the, the actual songwriting, the content, the performance, it, it lacks. Today we've got uh, Miles Ralston, a great singer-songwriter in... Um, great guy, great guitarist, great singer. Uh, he's the perfect example of someone that uh, I would naturally consider recording guitar and vocals together. On uh, uh, If he were to just come in and say, uh, you know, hey, I want to do a recording. After hearing him play, I, I, my natural response is, you know, that might be the best choice. Um, in this situation, he's, uh, he's playing some covers of just some well-known songs. And uh, old, new, whatever. Different mic positionings for each one. And they are to demonstrate um, different ways to mic up an acoustic guitar and a vocal when uh, doing it at the same time. And uh, I've come up with six different examples that are different options that I would use. Six. That's, that's a good number. The first thing that I'd like to talk about, in addition to the fact that, uh, you know, the performance and the song itself trumps all is that all of these are going to be some sort of compromise. You're either compromising, you know, the vocal sound or the guitar sound or the ability to work with them individually later or you're compromising because there's bleed, you're compromising where they might sound great panned center and you can't really pan one of them without it sounding funky, which is a big concern because of phase issues and whatnot. You're compromising, you know, potential phase problems for uh, potential isolation. And, you know, where the sounds are better isolated, but together the phase cohesion is just okay. 
you're compromising the ability to tune the vocal later because there's vocal bleeding into the other mic, which means that you can't tune that really because then you'd hear the untuned vocal coming through on the other mic. There's a lot of compromises being made. All of this type of thing is, is, is just one big compromise, and none of them are perfect. But for whatever your occasion, we should hope that one of them is right. So, uh, like I said, I've got six different methods that we'll go through, and they're all great. I, I'm, I'm really pleased with how these came out. I should say that on all of these clips, there's no EQ, there's no compression, there's no reverb, there's no anything. They're just totally raw, straight from the mic to the pre in. The four mics we used, the Charter Oak E700, the Charter Oak 538B, the uh, AKG 451 small diaphragm mic, and the Shure SM7 dynamic mic. And uh, we'll go through each one of these and sort of talk about why I did what I did. And um, I'll explain to you uh, why some of these methods, the compromises, are better than others. So let's start with the simplest form of recording someone with their acoustic and vocal at the same time. And that is with using one mic. And uh, the essence of this is simply listen to the person and have them play. I should also mention that any of these sounds could be supported with a DI from the acoustic if, if there is a, an acoustic uh, a, a preamp in the guitar, which is totally valid and might be a good idea anyway just for safety. So when in doubt, you might as well add the DI also. It can add a little bit of low end it can add a little bit of fullness where sometimes when you're compromising, one of the easiest things to compromise is the low-end fullness of the acoustic. It, and you'll hear that in some of these examples that it sounds fine, but the acoustic doesn't really sound as full as the vocal. But again, it's probably better to prioritize the vocal. Um, so this first example that we're going to hear is a one-mic balance uh, using the Charter Oak 538. And... Um, Basically, what this means is we're going to have Miles play and just move the mic around and hear just finding a good spot for the mic and uh, see what we come up with. So here is a clip of, uh, af after moving the mic around, here's a clip of Miles playing. a silly little moment It's not the stone before the calm This is the deep and dying breath of this love that we've been working on Can't seem to hold you like I want to So I can feel you in my arms Nobody's gonna come and save you We built too many false alarms And we're going down So, sounds good the acoustic doesn't necessarily sound super full, and uh, keep in mind that this is my live room, so there is a bit of ambience in here, and um, so it's not perfect. If we wanted it a little drier, we could have brought in some panels and sort of surrounded him a little more and uh, whatnot. And we'll and some of these mic positions, because they're closer to him or whatever, um, will be uh, a little drier. And uh, so this is mic position one. This is uh, with the mic sort of up and uh, around his face, but 
a little far out and angled down slightly towards the guitar. So you're kind of getting his voice mo- pretty clear, and but the guitar is still in there. Again, you could support this with a DI if you want it, if you had it. Another example, I just wanted to have him play with a pick. Uh, and so this is this example. Check this one out. Lone darling, if you need me, you know I'll just never make it alone. Believe me when I beg you, I'll never do you no harm. When you told me you didn't need me anymore, well, you know that I broke down and I cry. So, sounds good too. And notice there, uh, the acoustic, even though he was playing with a pick, seemed a little low in the mix. So, we might want to move the mic uh, closer towards the guitar. But again, that might compromise the vocal a little bit, or we could have used a DI to help support the low end on that. So both of those, Miles was standing uh, for both of those clips. And the reason for him standing is because um, not really so is so important when you're using one mic, and that will be proven by our next example. But when you're trying to use two mics on someone like this, uh, recording guitar and vocals at the same time, the most distance that you can get from the voice, from the mouth, and from the guitar will give you better separation. So I asked Miles on these, uh, on some of these clips to stand up and um, separate, you know, lower his guitar as low as he feels comfortable uh, while still feeling like he can play it perfectly. Um, so he lowered it a little bit and, uh, that will be on some of the later clips, but that's the primary reason to have them stand. However, um, this next clip, uh, so these first two clips that I showed you were, were, uh, sort of mic position A and, um, or number one or whatever. And this is with him standing and just moving one mic around. This next clip, however, is of Miles sitting. And when you're working with one mic, uh, my preferred method for recording acoustic guitar and vocal is actually to have them sit. Now, I know you're thinking, well, you just said have them stand. Well, that's with multiple mics. When you have one, um, I think it sounds better to have them sit because you can put the mic a little closer and you get the vocal and the guitar closer together and you can you, you can put the mic fairly close so this is what this sounds like now this is one mic in omni um very close to the guitar and the vocal and uh we used a di to support it just to show that as an example so here's what that sounds like i think this is my favorite of the one mic bunch and um it sounds a lot more a lot less ambient than the previous example Caroline, those big blue eyes that shine Days blowing through my mind Like falling leaves It ain't no good I try hard as I could Hey, but they just won't let My poor heart be Final war 
the steel like dinosaur girl I want you more than I could say all oh, the Caroline it seems like every time so I'll play you just the DI signal that's what this sounds like Obviously, there's no bleed, because it's just the direct from the guitar. Helps to add a little bit of clarity to the guitar, um, a little bit of low end, uh, and it's easy to EQ because you're not worried about bleed. So you can add a little more low end to this DI if needed, just whatever works. And the close mic uh, that's placed by the voice and the guitar sounds like this, which is the majority of the sound. Caroline, those big blue eyes that shine Days blowing through my mind Like falling leaves It ain't no good I try hard as I could If we add in the DI to that, sounds like this Just a little bit fuller Caroline those big blue eyes that shine Days blowing through my mind Like falling leaves It ain't no good I try hard as I could Hey, but they just won't let My poor heart be So, you can't really get away with panning the DI on this because um, it's just not going to sound good. It sounds really weird. Check this out. Caroline, those big blue eyes that shine. Days blowing through my mind like falling leaves. It ain't no good. I try hard as I could. It's not terrible, I guess. It's just. I don't know, I can tell that like there's a DI over there and then there's like a mic in the center. I don't know, it just bothers me. Um, however, again, context is everything. If you wanted to widen out the guitar a little bit in a you know sort of ensemble arrangement, it might work totally fine. Um, just be careful with that. That is picture number two on the website. Um, and that is uh, a close mic in Omni. And uh, gets a much more intimate vocal sound, a much more, uh, a much better guitar sound than the first examples, which are a little bit farther away, like this. This is the deep and dying breath of this love that we've been working on. There's a little bit of a compromise there with the guitar. It's a little harder to get the uh, full sound. So remember, if you're dealing with one mic, have them sit. If you're dealing with two mics, have them stand. That's uh, at least my trick for uh, acoustic guitar and vocals together. So the next one we will be talking about is uh, the use of two figure eight microphones. Now, this is a great method. Uh, this will be picture number three. Uh, this is a great method to get isolation for acoustic guitar and vocals. And as you should see in the picture, um, I really highly recommend you looking at the pictures. This will make it so much easier. One mic is placed on the guitar 
angling down towards the guitar where the null of the figure eight pattern is facing the mouth. And the other mic is facing sort of, is lower and facing up at Miles, and the null of that is facing the guitar. So they're kind of in this weird, like, spaced XY thing, but they're in figure eight. And it's so that you can work with the polar patterns uh, and, and adjust the null, which on a figure eight is very strong, uh, and, um, and try to separate things better. So uh, here is two figure eight mics, the E700 and the 538B on acoustic guitar and vocal. Baby, she wrote me a letter She didn't call me on the phone You know, five little words was all she wrote She said, I see you later, I'm gone She had no explanation About why she had to go on Well, I can't take a joke, but I can take a hint She don't love me no more and if nobody loves you, ain't it feeling like dust on an empty shelf? Just remember, you can love yourself. This is a great sounding technique, and it works well panned, also. Every time I meet a lady, I want to get to know something. You know what I'm talking about that. Either I'm too tall or she's too small or she's And they sound great in solo. So I call my old friend Hazel Mabel. I ask her, ask her on a little date. It's in a Mary now. Got three little kids, boy. You're just a little too late. And if nobody loves you, anything like us. Don't shelf, just remember. You can love yourself. So the isolation is great on that, and the sound is great. To me, this is my favorite method of recording uh, acoustic guitar and vocal with two mics, is using two figure eight mics. So the polar pattern, like I said, the null of the acoustic guitar mic is facing the voice and uh, the, the mouth, and the null of the vocal mic is facing the acoustic guitar. And uh, again, try to space them as far away from each other as possible, and try to put them as close to the source as possible without sounding bad. You can see that, uh, I, th I believe in the picture, that you know, it was maybe six inches away from the guitar and maybe six or seven inches away from the mouth. Um, so this next method is a really common method a lot of people use um, where uh, you have a small diaphragm mic on the guitar and a large diaphragm mic on the vocal. And... The small diaphragm mic here is in cardioid, and you can see why I don't necessarily like to do this as much, and it's because there's a lot more bleed on the acoustic guitar mic. And not only that, but the bleed is brighter because it's a small diaphragm mic. Uh, small diaphragm mics are known to have sort of less off-axis coloration, um, which in this case means it's clearer. It actually sounds better off-axis, but that's not what, what we want, really. We want it to sound, uh, we want to kill the off-axis. We don't want it to be heard. Um, so you're actually working with the characteristics of a small diaphragm mic uh, to enhance the bleed, and you don't want to do that. So um, here's what this sounds like, and I'll keep going on this note later. Mm -hmm. 
The stars shining bright above you And night breezes seem to whisper I love you Birds singing in the sycamore This one trees. doesn't work as well panned. Dream a little dream of me Say nighty night and kiss me And just hold me tight and Starts tell to get me a little phasey. you miss me While I'm alone, blue as can be Dream a little dream of me Here's what they sound like in solo. Stars fading, but I linger on you. I'm still craving your kiss. I'm longing to linger tonight. Just saying this. Sweet dreams of sunbeams find you. So what I notice is that the acoustic guitar mic actually seems to sound better to me. However, the bleed is more prevalent. That's because it is a cardioid mic, also because it's a small diaphragm mic. So compare the bleed on the figure eight acoustic guitar mic um, versus this small diaphragm mic. So this is the small diaphragm first, and then I'll play the figure eight. It sounds like the bleed on this is almost just like reverb. It sounds a lot less like, um, like a clear vocal. It sounds more like ambience. Versus this one is pretty clear. But the acoustic guitar is a little clearer. It's that compromise I was telling you guys about. Everything is a compromise when it comes to this. So the small diaphragm and acoustic... Uh, on, on acoustic and the large diaphragm figure eight on vocal works really well um, but again it might not work exactly for what you need uh, so that's uh, you know picture number four you can see the AKG 451 and you can see that it's sort of angled down again to try to reject as much as possible because again on a cardioid mic the null is at the rear um, so even with angling it that far down, it still was getting quite a bit of, uh, of Miles' voice. It's a little tricky. The next clip that we're going to hear is with a dynamic mic on the vocal, uh, a Shure SM7. Some people believe that, you know, because dynamic mics have much lower sensitivity than condenser mics, uh, you know, they have a lot less bleed naturally, which I would pretty much agree to that. And the SM7 uh, is a great mic. It's a classic, you know. I mean, Michael Jackson recorded with it. Bono is recorded with it. Uh, ACDC used one. I mean, it's it's a classic mic. And, um, and it sounds great on male vocals. So, and the isolation is amazing. And it's 350 bucks. Uh, it does need a lot of gain from the preamp, so you got to make sure and have a preamp with lots of gain that's not noisy. Um, so that's really the kicker. But 
this is using the SM7 on the vocal. This is picture number five. SM7 on the vocal and the Charter Oak E700 in figure eight on the acoustic guitar. Later I said goodbye. I promised myself that I'd try to get my mind off of you and back to reality. But only lightning strike me, shake me up. Could heaven do that trick? Got up in your love. I check out the isolation on this. Love. I was halfway home on a jet airplane. Half away between joy and pain I'm thinking nice. about Walking with you by the evergreens The way that light struck your eyes It captured your face Nestled in my memory Got up in your love I am Caught up in your love your love, love, love And I'm having all these thoughts too wild to speak of Got up in your love Got up in your love, love, love Well, I, I don't care if it's foolish to feel this way I think that sounds great. And um, again, there's no AQ, there's no compression, there's nothing on this. When you actually work with it, Man, I mean, that could be a really great sounding recording um, with just two mics, just a, a condenser mic on the uh, guitar and the SM7 on the vocal. Um, again, you could add a DI on this if you needed to support the guitar a little bit more, which, again, every time you support the guitar, it further enhances the separation between vocal and the guitar. And when you use a DI, there's basically no bleed. So that's great. Um, this next example is using the SM7 as the vocal mic and um, the E700 in figure 8 as the guitar mic with the DI to show that combination. So again, you're still only using two mics and using the DI. Uh, I think this sounds great. I think it's a very convincing sounding recording that um, you could probably even get away with tuning the vocal if you had to. It's, it's so much separation. So it's great. Check it out. I'll see you in my dreams Hold you in my dreams Someone took you out of my arms This is uh, the acoustic guitar mic and the DI together. Keep in mind that 
The SM7 costs 350 bucks, and the Charter Oak 538B that we used on another example for vocals is 1500 Did you notice much of a difference? That's, okay, don't want to offend anyone here. That's kind of my point. <laughs> the price of the mic doesn't matter so much. I mean, I know I'm sort of preaching to the choir in one way and also, you know, hurting some feelings because, yes, I mean, I have some expensive microphones in my collection and some cheap mics, but that proves my point right there. The performance of, you know, Miles was doing a great job at singing and playing. The sound is... You know, when you if you were to compare them side by side, you're like, oh yeah, well that one's clearly the nicer mic is clearly better, but in the end, it doesn't really matter to the ear. The ear hears it as one large picture, and to me, you know, I think the SM7 sounds awesome on his voice, and I think it sounds great. I don't, I don't feel like I'm missing really anything. Um, you know, here I might have to work with a little bit more in the mix, but. I mean, the performance is good, the sound is good, so it is good, right? Um, so I hope that has given you some things to think about. I hope that these uh, examples have given you some things to consider. Remember, we had six total examples. So go check those pictures out on recordinglounge.blogspot.com or find a link on the Facebook page. You'll see them there. And I hope these have been helpful to you. Uh, I, I know that every now and then when recording an acoustic guitar and vocalist, it can be a little overwhelming because you're thinking, you're worrying about, you know, oh gosh, it's going to sound good. I can't tune it later, blah, blah, blah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about it at all. It's amazing to me when you really think about it, think about the way that technology has changed the way that we produce. You know, we're thinking of things in the mix later and we're thinking of, oh, I can't tune the vocal or man, I can't tune that note or whatever. And in the end, it's really never about that. We should never be saying, oh, man, I can't tune that note. We should never be saying that. We should be saying, oh, he hit a wrong note. Let's do it again. Or he needs to practice it uh, for a minute and then do it again. Or whatever. Um, or hit a different note. If he just can't hit that note, he needs to find a different note to hit. It's more about the performance always. It's more about getting a solid performance on the instrument and on the vocal. And if playing together helps them do that, great um it's worth it because you won't have to tune it if it's great if it's so much better you won't have to tune it so you don't even have to worry about that you won't have to and if you mic it well if you use good choices if you you know are careful with the positions careful with the polar patterns you won't have to really do much to it in the mix later either so don't worry about that the only really thing that i would worry about is, you know, the picture that you're trying to create as far as panning. If the vocal and the acoustic can be up the middle, you're golden. If you want to pan it, you got to be a little more careful about the separation. Sometimes it can start to sound a little funky. And if you have too much bleed, then it'll sound really funky to have one panned because you'll hear too much vocal panned also. Or you'll hear like the S's of a vocal like over on the left, but the rest of the vocal isn't. You can hear some weird funky stuff. But uh, like I said, no setup is too small. It's all about the performance. And on your end, it's uh, all about getting the most out of this performer and then capturing what it is that they're doing uh, in a way that features the vocal, of course, and makes the vocal shine, but supports the guitar. And uh, if need be, take a DI on any of these methods to support some extra low end uh, to just sort of help 
add that extra layer of, uh, of, of fullness. And I wouldn't blend it in very much. Acoustic DIs historically sound pretty bad. Um, even the good ones just sound okay. Um, and I'm really talking about DIs, uh, you know, like I'm not talking about these systems, these more expensive systems that have microphones in them. Those can actually sound really, really good. Um, but again, if there's a mic in there, you're going to deal with phase issues and you're going to deal with, um, potential bleed anyway. Uh, so it's not flawless. It's not flawless. So use your ears, use your brain, use your heart. Um, if you have questions, email them to me, recordingloungepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, tell me what you think of this show. Check out the Facebook page at facebook.com slash recordinglounge and the blog, of course, recordinglounge.blogspot.com. Appreciate you guys. I will talk to you next time.